to you a little bit more. But there's going to be an injection of hope in your personal life. If you understanding the kingdom, the kingdom is made up of people. So when God says, I'm going to bless the kingdom, he's actually speaking to you directly. See, the kingdom cannot be blessed unless the people are blessed. Uh, let me get excited. To, to one of the things is this. People want to uh, attend a successful church thinking that they can be unsuccessful by attending a successful church. When you start to understand the kingdom, God says you can't walk with me and still remain the same. You cannot be influenced with the power of God inside of you and still remain the same. So when God says, I have, in Ephesians, he tells us, blessed be God. Yes. That means God's blessed. Yes. How can a blessed God have unblessed children? Yes. Right. Uh, you'll get there. You'll get there. You'll get there. Trust me. Because, I, I, I mean, see, religion has taught us to have a blessed God while living in poverty. With spirit, soul, and body. Religion teaches you you can have an amazing God. I'll prove it. You can be seated. Can you see it? One of the things that blew me away when I started to travel through India, Myanmar, and all those nations, that the most beautiful cathedrals filled with gold were in the most poorest areas. My question is, how can thou still remain poor while you have this kingdom? See, in the kingdom of God, God says, whatever you step into, you step into the kingdom of God, but also the kingdom steps into you. So therefore, there needs to be an expectation. And when we get to start to feel like that, when you go, this is the question. Okay, Pastor Ted, why isn't it happening to me? Have you ever asked that question? Okay, I ask it sometimes on a daily basis. Um, but... You know what? We started the year with the promise of breakthrough. And I remember last, last week I asked you to put your hand up. How many of you had one of the worst years out? Just about everybody put their hand up. Um, I, I had my, both of my hands up. See, there are times that we, God speaks to us and then there is a contradiction. But the contradiction is the indicator that you step into a reality. We think a contradiction is something that I've done wrong. But a contradiction can only come when there is a reality. You cannot contradict something that doesn't exist. Okay, watch this. We started last year in you know, saying that um, Isaiah 65, verse 24. I will answer them before they even call to me. While they are still talking about their needs, I will go ahead and pray. Oh, these are not on there. Oh, 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 don't worry about that. You don't need the overhead too, because you can't even see it because I'm in the way. <laughs> right? Then we, this is how we started the year. And then God said to it, there will be no delay. How many of you have experienced delays to your answers this year? Okay, those of you who didn't put your hand up, you weren't expecting anything. 
Now listen to this. These are the scriptures that God gave the church. Then the word of the Lord in, in Ezekiel 12, 21 to 28 says this. Then the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, this is, son of man, what is this proverb you have in the land of Israel? The days go by and by and every vision comes to nothing. Say to them, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I am going to put an end to this proverb. They will no longer quote it in Israel. Say to them, the days are near when every vision will be fulfilled. For there will be no false visions or flatterings, divinations among the people of Israel. But I, the Lord, will speak and I will, put a, I will fulfill without delay. For in your days, you rebellious people, I will fulfill whatever I have declared to the Lord. So one of the things we've said, God's going to answer your prayer. Then there was a proclamation that there will be no delay. Then there will be a recovery of more than you lost. How many of you, after we had that, you lost more? <laughs> See, the thing is, right, um, I we are afraid to say something. We go, well, I, I, I said that I wasn't going to lose anything, but I'm losing. Now, that's probably my mum. Um, tell her I'm busy and I'll call her after dinner. Okay. So in 1 Samuel 30, 31 to 30, it says this, that you will recover more than you've lost. So the indicator is there is whatever you have lost, God says, I don't give one for one. I give almost one to ten. So you can start to do that. Then, then we went even further. We, we made this declaration. I will recover all that is mine, all that belongs to my family, all that belongs to my church. This is the inheritance of the Lord. Then the Lord also said to us, keep to the script. In other words, this is God said to us, I, don't, I want you to keep walking in the direction that you have started. So God says there is a, that there's something that happens when God says, I want you to walk. See, one of the, one of the things we, it's so easy to read about Abraham, Abraham, you know, and he had his son Isaac. But he had to walk continuously, day by day, in declaring something that no one else could see. See, one of the powers that you have that's in the Holy Ghost that you can declare what others can't see. See, most people will mirror what they see, but a born-again believer will mirror what God tells him to see. So you can see what others can't see because they are dependent upon that there is no contradiction. We'll get there. And we, in Deuteronomy, we were, we were all, God also said to stay to the script, follow my instructions, continue in the declarations that you have started. So God was being moving in us and saying, you're going to do this. Now, as a church, we've been believing for breakthrough, correct? And so I started in the beginning of the year and I'm thinking, God, this is, you're going to do this. And then I've gone through one of those years where I'm going, oh my God, have you ever made a declaration and then after it's gone worse, you go, why in the world did I say that publicly? <laughs> well, you know, you posted it. You know what? I'm going to be blessed this year. Right? You, 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 you go 
buy something and the lady behind or the man behind the counter says, um, I think there's something wrong with your car. But I, I just, but I went to church and I declared that I am blessed. And this person is telling me, no, you are not blessed. Right? And then you pull out another card and he goes, decline. And he goes, would you, mind, would you like to try it again? No. Then, then they do this too. Have you got cash? And you go, I don't know what that looks like. Right? So you get these declarations that are moving in. And so as a church, I'm, I'm making, we're making these declarations. We're going into leadership. We're making declarations. And I got to a point where I just, I, 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 I look back and I said, God, you've said this. And then I started to, and then I'm realizing that we've been walking through contradiction. And when you start to walk through contradiction, then you start to realize, let me, let me, let's, let's be, let me just help you here because this is what the Holy Ghost taught me this, morning, uh, this afternoon while you prayed. He goes, what the job of contradiction is, is to hide the door that you're supposed to walk through. And what contradiction does, it weans you off what you think is reality. So let me show you this, right? Most people, and I've had to be weaned off it. You pray for healing. When are you healed? When the pain stops or when you declare? See, a contradiction is this. I prayed for healing and I am waiting for my body to tell me that I am healed. And, and all of a sudden, if my body is no longer telling me, oh, the pain is still there, that's a contradiction. But what the contradiction does, it weans you off the senses so that you can rely on the word. You, you good? Yeah. See, people go, when am I prosperous? When I get a new car. In other words, I'm expecting the, my senses to tell me that the word of God is real. Come on. See, religion teaches you how to develop your senses. The spirit of God teaches you how to depend on the word. So when you walk in contradiction, it is an indicator that you've stepped into reality. So it's the same thing is when you read the scripture, he says, you know, the spirit of the Antichrist, correct? You cannot have the spirit of the Antichrist without Christ. You, as soon as you have doubt, it shows you that you've got faith. You're going to get excited. See, see, contradiction says I am the reality when contradiction is hiding the reality. So when we start to walk in contradiction, so here am I, and I'm in my prayer every single morning, um, I do my words of faith. Every morning I put a declaration about faith. I remember seeing things go the opposite way, and I'm there every morning putting this, ah, oh, Ted's word of faith. I remember saying to myself, Tim, you dropkick. Well, you know, why don't you just leave the faith thing out of it and just say nice. Hey, that, let's pray for the sun to come out tonight. Tonight, yeah. <laughs> but you see, all, all of a sudden you start to put, see the contradiction is a pushback. And it's pushing you 
away from moving to the door. So, you know, as we are praying, as I mentioned, you know, last week, I'm going, God, God, I need, I need this, and I'm looking for certain doors. And I'm feeling a contradiction, contradiction. I'm saying, God, as a church, we need a breakthrough. God, I know that I know in my heart that you gave me these words. And I know that our church has all of these promises, promises, promises. And all of a sudden, the pushback. And then, uh, to me, the last pushback was all of a sudden we had to leave seasons five. I don't know about you, but I had a bit of a cry. <laughs> I'm going, I don't want to move. And then and all of a sudden, in my heart, I'm driving away and thinking, what a contradiction. I just said to the church that we're moving forward. But I want you to know something. But if you keep on walking, the contradiction cannot keep up with the pace that God is walking with you. See, contradiction walks alongside of you. And, and it's going, I'm, I'm going to do it. But the speed that the Holy Ghost is inside of you, all of a sudden you start to run it. And I remember in a day of prayer, and it was just like, I'm just saying, God, our church needs a breakthrough. God, our children department needs a breakthrough. Our youth department needs a breakthrough. Our worship department, every department. God, we need a building breakthrough. And all of a sudden, I'm just saying, God, you got to go, go. And then, then I get this phone call. It's from a pastor Phil, and he goes to me, Ted. Um, while praying, God spoke to me that, he goes, it might seem strange, but I want to merge with your church. I want everything that God's blessed us with, I want to connect with your church. And I'm going, wow, I, I didn't expect that. But see, we were walking through as a church to contradiction. And then all of a sudden, a church in, in Queensland, God speaks to them. And he goes, I want to merge. Now, I want you to notice something. When, when, God, when you merge with something, you don't lose yourself, you gain. See, merging, a takeover, is, well, we don't, you know what, you're not, you're not doing a great job, so we'll do a clean slate and start all over again. But a merger is this, there's a recognition, there's something on you. I want you to notice something in the spirit realm. Where we go, see, because we're going to enter 2024 with a brand new lease of faith, hope, and love and determination. Yeah. And uh, see, my prayer was, God, we, we need a kickstart. We need an injection of hope. We need an injection of hope. And sometimes we are, because when you live in the spirit of contradiction, you forget what kind of door you're looking at. And then when God spoke, and uh, to me, and he says, Ted, this is my open door of opportunity. So God has come to Faith Life Church, and he's elevating us. So what's going to happen? Let, let me just show you how God works speedily. Everything that we have we were prophesying back in early Feb and going into March, God is given us a hope injection that the times of contradiction walking is over. So if it's happening to the church, let me guarantee you it's going to happen in your life. It's going to start to move in your life. So I'm talking to Pastor Phil and he goes, so what did God speak to you? He says, I want to put, 
I want to merge with you. How do I, and myself, he was talking about himself and his church. We feel God is telling us that we need to help you to fulfill the dreams that God has put over you. And I'm going, well, I didn't, didn't expect that. I, I was thinking it was going to come another way. But God spoke and he goes, I want you to connect. I want you to move in. So now as a church, we're going to have an injection into the children's ministry. Amen. Now, when I, and I started to pray and, and, and God said, Ted, I'm going to show you that this is serious. That they, this, is a, this is not just a pretend door, but an open door. Already... Charlotte Church is working on a children and a youth pastor as we speak. To put them on for us. They, one of the things that their board said, one of the things you guys need, and he says, looking as a church, you need to have an amazing children's ministry, you need to have an amazing youth ministry, and you need a building of your own. And they go, well, God's told us to provide that. It's not that. But you see, let me watch this. But you walk through the contradiction. Come on, every single time you put up a chair, you are walking through a contradiction. Yeah, Ted said we're going to have a church. Yeah. Ted said things are moving. We're moving to Saturday night. Sports on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah good. I believe that the Holy Spirit invented Apple and all that, but before you had to... Because you know when you back in the old days, most of you would not know this, but there were times when you couldn't record the television. You actually had to be there at 8.30, sit down, pull the knob and wait for it to... But then God said, oh, I want to have church on Saturday night, so I'm going I'm to invent stuff that I can record. Anyway, that's what I, that's what I believe. But you see, what's happening, what's happening in our lives... And sometimes we give up is because the lie is the contradiction is telling you there's something wrong with you. So as a church, you know what's going to happen next year? Because we are going to merge. So that means that we're not going to lose each other. We're not going to lose what we have. But we're joining with other resources so that the words of God spoken over Faith Life Church are going to come to fruition. You know what that also means? That every seed that you have sown in this church, God is saying, I haven't forgotten it. I'm going to water it. Yes. Now, the Bible says one sows and another what? Reaps. And see, in the kingdom of God, God puts mergers together. You can see all the way through. You have Paul and Barnabas. Connection. Paul and Mark, connection. So you've got all of these connections coming up. You've got Moses and Joshua. Guess what? You also have connection, Abraham and Sarah. See, you couldn't have an Isaac without a Sarah. So what's all the way through the scripture, God says this, I merge through strengths together so that I can fulfill the kingdom. The mandate on Faith Life Church, which has been a bit of a contradiction, is that we are supposed to take Melbourne for Jesus. Amen. We're supposed to be in the community. We're supposed to be, we are destined to be global hope dispensers. And everything that has been laying dormant due to contradiction in 2024 is coming alive. 
That means our children's department is coming alive. Do you realise that there's a, there's a calling on God on us to write songs? There are so many callings upon faith life where the contradictions, where people have looked and they go, oh, that's gone, that's gone, that's gone. But God says, no, that's a contradiction. In the contradictions, you will wean off people's opinions. You will wean on how do I feel. Come on, let, let's be, let, can we be honest this morning? Oh, no, it's not this morning, it's tonight. It feels like this morning. I didn't get all the sleep last night. Have you ever felt that you're tired and you're still doing it? That's a contradiction. That you keep on giving and you wake up and you don't see any results. That's a contradiction. But God says this. It's because you've walked with me in contradiction. You will also walk with me in the fulfillment. So God says you walked with me through the tough times. You walked with me in the contradiction time. You walked with me when you, people said, why in the world are you still practicing this? Why in the world are you still worshipping? Why in the world are you still declaring? Why in the world are you still giving? Why? Because the contradiction is in the flesh. It's not in the spirit. And the spirit always overrules the flesh. See, when we're unspiritual, we want to be encouraged by what we see. In the spirit, we are encouraged by God himself. And when you understand that the contradiction is there because something of a reality has been put inside of you. So some of you need to lift up the spirit. He goes, yeah, I've walked through contradiction. When you walk through contradiction, God is saying you're going to walk in the reality of that contradiction. So if you go, well, you know what, I... I I've always been financially tight. Yes, you've walked through it. You were giving. You were generous. God says, because you've walked with me. Now, I want you to notice this. You cannot walk in contradiction without God walking with you. God doesn't do this. He goes, oh, contradiction means that I'm walking alone. No, contradiction means that the word of God has been sown. And the, guess what? Every time the word of God is sown, Satan goes, oh no, I'm going to lose more ground. See, when you make a faith declaration, Satan loses space. Satan loses ground. Every time you worship, the atmosphere changes. See, you cannot have two atmospheres mixed up in the kingdom of God. Wherever there is a worship atmosphere, the negative atmosphere has to leave. And Satan hates to lose. But he's already lost. So God is telling us now, watch this. The reason we're doing this is that God said, Ted, I've answered your prayer. Faith Life Church is moving ahead. Children's ministry, youth ministry, um, worship ministry, community ministry... Uh, missions is all going ahead because we've walked in contradiction faith life church we're going to walk in an amazing amazing victory now because as a church has now entered a great door of opportunity so for us we, are, we were walking and it didn't seem like anything was happening and then God says Ted I've been walking with you and what happened in our lives is God just opened the door and he said Ted you've been walking and here's the door God's prepared the door God's prepared the door. So guess what now? That means that God's prepared the door for the area that you're walking in contradiction. 
you, 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 you might be, I remember with, with Silva, we're in there and the doc goes, she's going to need surgery. And you, you got to, she's going to have 12 months recovery period. And he goes, for, for that, and, and Silva goes back and he goes, she goes, no, I don't want to have surgery. And she's, she, you know Silva, she's feisty. <laughs> so the contradiction is she's in pain, but she goes, no, I'm declaring it's getting better. See, sometimes what we do, we be, see, the flesh is trained to respond. It goes, oh, you can only feel good is when it happens. But the Bible says worship before it happens. See, when you start to worship before that, you're saying to the contradiction, you're not correct. I am worshiping my God and my God said there will be no delays. My God says, I'm going to get back more than I've lost. So what that does, the contradiction, the first thing the contradiction is going to do is lower your expectation. So contradiction says, yes, okay, you are believing to get your mortgage paid off. Well, maybe just a quarter of your mortgage paid off. You're believing for a job for that. Now, maybe not such a good job. You're believing for your relationship to change. Well, hey, as, as long as you're together, don't worry about that love thing. See, contradiction says you've made the mistake. Lower your expectations. But listen to me very carefully. The moment you lower your expectation, you are lowering your faith in God. See, Satan goes, if I can get you to lower the expectation... Without you realizing it, you're lowering your faith in God. So we might think, oh yeah, yeah, well if I, if I lower my expectations, I will not get disappointed. But without realizing it, when you start to lower your expectations, you're lowering your faith level. Um, a lot of people think that God doesn't get ticked off. You know, I looked through the scripture and I found out what ticks God off. Would you like to know? <laughs> you know, people go, oh yeah, it's sin, yeah. Okay, let's, let's take it up to another level, right? God is ticked off when people sin. And he's ticked off at sin, yep. But then he says, what happens to a person that's not sinning? Can he tick God off? Watch this. In Numbers, God takes the children of Israel out of Egypt. Signs and wonders. He takes them to the promised land and he opens up the door and he goes this. I took you out of Egypt. I took you through the desert where you felt I'm living in contradiction. God's at the promised land, but we're walking in the desert. And then God takes them to the edge of the promised land. He opens up the door and guess what? They did not enter into their promises. You know what the Bible says? It says, I was angry with the children of Israel. And he's not saying I'm angry because you were sinning. You know that? Because I, I, you grieve me is because I opened a wide door of opportunity and you didn't enter my full blessing. So God says to us as a church, 
I am opening up a door of blessing. I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to merge the two strengths together. You're going to run faster, do more, do amazing things in the kingdom of God. And go, wow, what are you going to do? See, there are times when you live, when your expectation drops so low, you can stand in front of a door and make excuses why you can't walk in. So, as a church, we're moving. 2024 is a new era for the church. Where we're moving in the kingdom, we're going to see that. Okay, look, look, just for that, we're merging, but you're not getting rid of Sula and me. We're hanging around. There's going to be changes, but the changes, the biggest changes that are going to happen is the growth in the church. The biggest changes that are going to happen is the growth in the children's ministry, the youth ministry, the worship ministry, the missions ministry, the community ministry, the global outreach ministry, your ministry. That's going to change. And it's going to change for that. But we as a church are going to step in. But I also really feel that God is saying to you, as we step into a new era in the church, will you step into that new era in your life? I'm going to believe this and we're going to finish up in two. Uh, can I have the worship band to come up, please? I am believing that the Holy Spirit is going to take you to every door that contradiction has told you you can't go in. I believe that right now in the, in, in the Holy Spirit, God is taking you and he goes, you had a contradiction in that area and you felt the door was locked. God says, look again, open the door. From now on, and I believe it's a season that you are entering in, is that God is saying, because you walked with me in contradiction, now I'm going to walk with you through the door. Because you stayed in faith. You stayed in worship. You stayed in freedom. You stayed in giving. You, you, you stayed in declaration. In the middle of a contradiction. God says, now open the door. So from now on, your expectation is, I'm coming to the door that was closed but it's going to open. The picture that I have for you, all of us here tonight, and those are going to be listening, is um, how many of you know when you come to automatic doors that you don't have to open them? Uh, okay, uh, try it. Go to Coles across the road afterwards, right? right? And, and, and you know what you do? You don't even have to knock. You just, I know where the door is now because it's clear. And as you walk up, there's a sensor. And the sensor picks you up and it opens the door. The spirit of contradiction says, just, stay, just get a bit further away. Get further away from the door. You know, because then the sensor doesn't pick you up. But you've got to get into the point where the sensor picks you up. And you know what that is in the spirit? You walk up to the door and you go, God, I know that I know you're going to open that door to me. So I'm heading for the door. You know what? The door doesn't open until you get so close. 
So, so the senses that go is when you are about a meter away, then the senses pick you up. But contradiction has made us sometimes back off from our dreams and we're watching it afar. But I'm saying, Jesus, I'm saying yes. I'm saying yes. I'm coming to the door. I know the door's going to open. I know the door for my family is going to open. I know the doors for my ministry is going to open. I know the doors are open. See, as a church, we drew close to God and guess what? The door opened. Now, if the door opened for the church, it's going to open for you. If the door opened for the church, it's going to open up in your business, your ministry. Because the same door that the church walks through is the same door we individually walk through. Come on, why don't you stand? Lift up your hands with you. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we draw close to you. We say yes and amen. Father, we say yes and amen to your ministry. We say yes and amen to your doors. Father, we just really want to thank you that we, by your power and by your grace and by your strength, Father, we walk through contradiction. Father, we walk through disappointment. But Father, that day is now over. Father, this is a new day, a new era. And Father, we just thank you as we walk through. As we walk through. What door in your life do you go, it's not going to open, it's not going to open. I I really feel this in the Holy Spirit. Go to every door that wouldn't open before and go, I know it's going to open. God, I know it's going to open. I know it's going to open. Father, today is a brand new day. Today is a brand new victory. Father, your mercies are new every morning. And Father, your word said, as we walk through contradiction that lied to us, that told us, you can't, you can't. But Father, right now, we walked with you in contradiction. But now we're walking in you through the door. Father, because we have been weaned off our senses. We have been weaned off the things that we thought we needed. And now, God, we are walking alone with you. And Father, I...